You're listening to Mommy BS with Beth and Steph. Yeah, your kid should probably stop listening now. Today we have a very special guest coming on the show. Celebrity <laughs> trainer. Hey, Chase hey, Weber. Welcome. Chase is endorsed by big companies like Oakley, Nike, and Tonal. He's been training major, major A-list people forever, doing a bunch of athletes, major athletes, and um, some cute celebrities too. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. He also has a CBD line called Three Active, and Chase is personally my trainer, and he's the reason why I lost those 20 extra baby pounds. Give them to him, baby. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome on the show, Chase. Thank Welcome. you for having me. I appreciate you having me. Uh, <laughs> you praised on y'all's previous guests. Mm-hmm. Tell me, I've had a beer. I had a drink of beer on the way over. <laughs> you were nervous. <laughs> yeah, I just Mildly. was like, fuck it. I want my shoulders down when I'm talking. I want to be 100 with this. You know what I mean? Yes. 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 Where are you from? Mm. Australia. I mean, uh, my mom out, said the same out, fucking thing out, last night. My wild. mom goes, she sounds like Simone, one of my best friends in Australia. And I was like, they're completely Simone. different continents, but sure. I literally, I get you from London. South African and from Australian London. all the time. You from London. I'm Italian, Swedish, but yes. Italian, London. Swedish with that accent? Right. Well, but I was educated in England. Oh, that's why. You got it. And Italian I'm married to an Englishman. Lost English. in LA. Yeah. The English boy. <laughs> so Chase and I I think we met through Hamza right yeah 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 we yeah. met through my ex-boyfriend and we've like traveled around together him and my ex are like fuck boys during the summer I love that like, I have no they, idea they just like need their women about. in the winters so and they're like let me let me let me huh I beat them this year huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 usually oh, we're going Ibiza. to the brown <laughs> we really going this is pretty good stuff yeah listen Man, listen, I'm a, you know, I used to drink the brown. I used to drink the brown, you know, look. I love that. Four Roses is a good one. That's yeah. like a Tennessee favorite. I'm a, <gasps> you know, I'm a tequila Hi, guy, but you know. Hi. This is the first time I see you without a hat. Can I lean this? I, I feel like and I'm And it's so like cold right outside, here. so I'm sort of yeah, like, it's very wear like your hat. Okay. <laughs> it's comfy. I'm freezing. My hands right, are so cool. cold. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Me too. Just not to feel it on my bones, you know? How you doing, Chasey? Oh, by I'm the way, good. I'm sore. Oh, that's nice to know. Nice I also to took know. magnesium last night, and I'm still sore. Well, that's what that's what this is all about. This is what this is all about. So what do you guys say? So I'm the only one sipping. That's fine. Oh, we plugging in smart water too? Wow. I love it. <laughs> A little plug-in, you know, sponsored by, sponsored by smart water. <laughs> All right, let me read through this one more time. Um, how do you want me to introduce you? Are we like, can we talk about any of your clients? No, Chase, keep that private? Dickhead Weber. Uh, that's Chase how Chase Weber, the celebrity trainer. Are you still endorsed by Nike? Ah, uh, yes, I work with Nike. I love that for you. I love that for myself too. <laughs> Hook uh, me up with some fucking low dunks or whatever they call because I can fucking find a pet to save a life. Not a color very I like aggressive. anyway. Very, very, very aggressive. Give her what? some four four roses. <laughs> Give her, yeah, Why are you You have to drink, Steph. You you're so always you. No, I'm but driving. I don't drink. I can't because they turn into like a I think not you great listen, person. I think you need I <laughs> think okay you need that. to have like a little sipper. 
a little sipper. No, the last time we recorded stuff, you shoved shrooms down my throat midway through the episode. I was like, ah! shrooms are great. I ha- I should have got some. We should have had a little shroom. Session. Right. We're in a what? But what's that mean? Um, what the fuck? It was. It was. I watched it. I was this like, wow. I'm leaking. a lot more responsible. What a fucking traitor. <laughs> and well spoken. <laughs> Can you take a picture on my phone of all of us three sitting down? Fuck. Pampers. I love the Pampers plug-in. <laughs> a little pa- get a Pampers sponsor. We're plugging in all the brands until they notice so us. So Chase is a dad. He, Your son's 13? He, wow. Uh, he's 10. 10. 13, boy. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that's not far off. Yeah. 13 is going to be dope, man. I'm going to be like, listen, man, this is how you put the rubber on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> send my sons to you then. Yeah, we're going to be like, this is what you got to do. You got to wiggle the back. Different angle. <laughs> angle. You know what I'm saying? Take your time, player. <laughs> Take your time. Wait, my mic is fucking falling. <laughs> Ooh, she has Chase had is a also bl- a very big ladies man. Oh, had, no she shit. A, <laughs> she likes black things around her mouth. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. I'm feeling. Get right to. <laughs> Wait, but this doesn't have what I added. No. All right. I have it on my phone. My memory these days is. Uh, I mean, we're not going to be like this. It's just a general idea. It was. This is like more so for you to like read over and be prepared if we ask these types of questions. One thing I do want to touch on is mental health. That's that too, but being a mother is a very hard job. And I don't know how hard if people that aren't mothers don't totally understand what all goes into being a mother. Mm-hmm. I deal with the baby mother. We fight. But I do appreciate what she does mm-hmm. for... It's a full-time job. It is a full-time job. And I got it's the easy bullshit. part. <laughs> I got the easy part, you know. Oh, you, y'all man. Yeah, I, I get to, you know, I get to take them to do fun shit. She's, you know... But that's kind of like, should we... Yeah. Are we rolling? Okay. Oh, great. Oh, we're rolling. Okay. Are we rolling? Speed. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Mommy BSers. We have a very special guest today, celebrity trainer Chase Weber came to educate us a little bit on pre, during, and postnatal experiences, exercising, and keeping you mentally and physically fit. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, I've heard a lot about the show, and I'm so excited to be a part. And uh, yeah, let's get this ball rolling a little bit. Let's get going. <laughs> yeah, turn up. So I actually was training with Chase after my baby. I wasn't doing it during my pregnancy, but um, I happened to gain 70 pounds during my pregnancy. It was during the pandemic. There was California wildfires where everyone was checking their weather every single day and it was saying that it was seriously harmful air. So being pregnant and paranoid and everything else, um, I just ended up staying in and ordering Postmates like 10 times a day and I gained 70 pounds. What was your favorite Postmate? It was donuts. Donuts were my thing. Oh, yeah. If I donuts? see a donut today, wow, my mouth waters like I'm about to throw up, and I just I <sighs> oh, get wow. this like instant donut holes are the whole donut. 
It was like 12 donuts oh, in a box girl. every time. <laughs> I do. Sure, I don't mind a donut right. hole. I haven't had a donut in a very long time, but you're tempting me with a good time. So I may, <laughs> I went off may to add this. that just <laughs> very soon. Wait, but hang on. Did you train together before your pregnancy? No, we, we so knew each other. Before. We were friends before my pregnancy. Right. Okay. But I always wanted to train with Chase. It just, our schedules like never matched up and everything. But finally, I reached out to him after I had the baby. And I was just like, listen, mama got a little big. And <laughs> I am having a really hard time losing the baby weight. Well, you know what? how that happened? I actually... Uh, I, I knew you would follow me, and I didn't even know that you were pregnant. I no didn't one know, did. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that she was pregnant. And I reached out to you and said, hey, how you doing? You should come train soon. You said, I would love to, but I'm like eight months prego. I was like, whoa, did not know that. And then she said, let's stay in touch. I would love to train once I get have the baby and get this excess weight off. And and that's kind of how we got the the training situation going. Right. And it was only until I started training with you that was that was the moment that I started to lose the baby weight because I had been doing everything. I was killing myself. Right. And I really got into working out like way too fast. I was using the Ergo Baby, hiking around the hills, and I was What's an Ergo Baby? Ergo Baby is one of those front packs. Oh, that you like just throw carrier. the baby in and you, right, you hang right. them. Anyways, I, I really injured myself uh, using that. And I, I was also… all of them dangerous, by the way. I was super ambitious getting back to working out. That six-week mark when my doctor was like, yeah, you can go ahead and do it. I went and did one of the hardest workout classes you could possibly what, what class do. class was this? Well, it was, it was called uh, Hot Pilates. It's oh, this place yeah, in Sunset yeah. Plaza. Yeah. I, know, and, I know Shannon. Shout out Shannon. She's great. She's great. Yeah. But… I mean, I, this was the first exercise I did post-baby. And yeah. I just, every day I was like trying to do something else, trying to do something else extreme. And I was just super, like I said, am, ambitious. And I ended up getting injured a lot. Well, a lot of times with when girls that are, they've had their baby, let's be clear here. I know it's hard, one, on the body to have a baby. Mm. And during the pregnancy, a lot of women are, they're not, happy with their body. They know their body is changing. They're At this point in time, when you're nine months pregnant, you're just trying to have the baby at this point in time. Like, I want this thing out of me. I, I mean, want, I, I'm I ready wanted to, that I'm ready to get months. this baby <laughs> yeah. out. Six weeks. <laughs> I want my regular clothes back. I want to be fly. I want to dress nice. Because that's what it is. Y'all want to look fly. I mean, you can't. it's hard to look fly. You can look fly when you're pregnant, but you want to get back to where you were before you got pregnant. I mean, listen, if I could have looked like Rihanna during my pregnancy, yeah. I'd be done with that. But Where's I Rihanna did it. stylist. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but, you know, I think the rush is post-baby is that you see what happens to the body post-pregnancy. Right. And you're looking at yourself in the mirror like, what the fuck? Yeah. And you have the excess weight. And the saggy you, belly. Yes, the saggy Ooh, belly. The you don't know what's going on, and it's just it, like the movie and now, Flubber. And what? And to be fair, most women have issues with their body. Let's be real. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it straight up and down. No special effects. Twelve and six. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. It might went over your head. It might have went over your Got head. <laughs> um, but most women do have issues with their body. So. 
having that as a residual effect after having a baby, it gives them even more motivated. I have to work out. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not working out during your pregnancy or were you working, you weren't working out pre-workout, pre-pregnancy, it's going to make it a lot harder to shed the weight right. after the baby. So I think people try to rush into it. They don't let their body heal properly. Because one, you develop issues when you're pregnant. I'm sure you and you had your baby, you have back issues, most cases, sciatica. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have the core strength because your abdomen has separated. Erupted. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the Erupted. organs. Yeah. Yeah, everything is separated, so you don't have any core strength. And you jump right into a workout, and you're trying to do the things that you did pre-workout, uh, pre, excuse me, I say pre-workout, <laughs> uh, pre-pregnancy, and it doesn't work like that. Mm. You have to really take your time. You have to connect all the muscles again. You have to find, it's like jumping into a, a, a car. You, you, you don't start that car in a while. It's not going to shut on. You got to make sure that you heat it up. You need to put, probably do an oil change. You I guess need to we're get considered ch- vintage now. Oh, oh, vintage wow, talk. She threw the V word out there. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, a lot of times you are already going into the workouts post the pregnancy, already kind of semi injured. Mm-hmm. So it's like rehabilitation. You need to do that for a few weeks. And then if you're training with the trainer, you should, your trainer should be educated enough to make sure that. I need to fine-tune my body, prepare it, and be prepared to move weight and move around. If you don't have a trainer like that, then you need to be hesitant into going into training. Right. So, yeah. I've done this a million times. I've trained so many women uh, pre, post, and during. uh, Jerry Hirsch, Ariel K. uh, I mean, numerous. I mean, I can't even name how many pregnant women I've God, I'm like the pregnant woman whisperer at this point in time. <laughs> uh, you can have us next time around. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Well, Beth says she wants four kids, so I, do. I, I oh, she wants <laughs> I a whole, a whole. Uh, but this whole like just gang. happened last week. I just had I this like poof. It was like an epiphany, I and I was like, I'm gonna something. have four kids. Right. That's what I'm gonna do. You're right. like, Dan. I, I did. I told Dan. Dan was like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Just calm down. Oh, you're <laughs> like, like slow pump Don't those brakes, player. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you know, it takes time. It takes time. And you know, you got to understand that most women do not go back to their regular bodies. And yeah, tell us about it. Well, that's because everybody, every woman is different. Every woman has their, they're built differently. And that's genetics. And how you come back from a pregnancy is depending on what you were doing before, Mm -hmm. what you were doing during. And also, to be fair, genetics and hereditary is a factor in all pregnancies, period. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things people do not take into consideration when they're getting pregnant. So, yeah. No, it's true. true. I also think that um, some are just not meant, like body-wise, to have children. Like if I think of my mom and I. How is your mom's pregnancy with you? Fantastic. And her birth? awful because um, (laughs) she went to a natural hospital in Italy so she had no medicine whatsoever but um, we are very tight in the hips my mother and I except Mm -hmm. she looks like she never had a kid compared to me 
So, so those um, hips ain't screaming for twins. <laughs> <laughs> Not any time since we Keep it no. tight. No. <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I generally think some women are meant to have children and they are a bit wider in the hips facilitating. Right. Whereas some, I mean, I'm not saying people like me aren't meant to have kids. Of course we are. But it's, it's just harder because you become wider in the wrong places. Right. And it's getting back from that. Man, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think also, you know, I, I'm, I'm training a young lady by the name of Jenny Wilkes, who I love to death. She's a huge exec over there at Netflix. And we're trying to get her down to her playing weight, is, as in the training terms means, you know, the original weight that you were at before pregnancy. And Is that actually possible, though? It's possible. It's possible. But I don't see the results happen. Until you see it, it on social media all the you time. You see it all. Yeah, yeah of course. But, the original you, that, weight. but listen, this is you social look at media. Like Emrata and girls like that. They just like poof. It's like they were never pregnant. That that's genetics. Right. That, yeah, I was just gonna say that's that. Genetics. She should have a thousand children. That's that's genetics. And also, they were training. Had a pretty strong abdomen and training regimen pre, right? Pre pregnancy. Um, but when you're doing that. Um, I think what's the most important thing is, is also keeping the back of your mind. Once you stop breastfeeding, the weight kind of starts to shed more. And that's one thing I've learned. Women that are breastfeeding, they tend to hold on to the weight a little bit more. Which you're is strange on because they say if you're breastfeeding, that's how you lose the weight. But in I, my I, case, I, the misconception. I, yeah. You're holding what on happens more nutrients. is that your uterus retracts. But you actually, it's not about the Right, because then you get the cramps when they're, right. okay. And the cramp is the uterus retracting and the breast sort of like, yeah. You so know. you're holding on to more water. You're holding on to more nutrients because you are doing that. And so you're, you're basically feeding for two. It's right. the same well, thing. You're, never breastfeeding again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, that that's a... Nobody know I, I I don't know the statistics of what the comparison between breastfeeding and you know what is it carnation what's the name of the formula formula, formula. I said carnation formula. <laughs> what is what, what is flower. carnation again I, it was I, I, <laughs> it's a flower you give to oh, yeah. Valentine in elementary school <laughs> excuse me everybody I'm sorry about that sorry about that uh, but yeah um, it's you know nobody knows the comparison nutrient wise and I mean there's a lot of misconceptions out there what's best for one one or the other but you know I I leave that up to the women because you arguing with a woman. You're going to lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, so I just want to say, when we started training, when I first got on the treadmill, we were doing fast walks, and then eventually we got into like a light jog. I remember the first time we ever went up to a jog, it was the craziest moment of my life because I actually thought I was never going to be able to run again. Like that body was not my body. And I just felt so weak and so broken and so out of place. And it it was crazy. Well, I mean, when you first came in, we started off on the ground level. And which I think to all the trans out there that are listening, women and men, uh, one, first educate yourself on how to train a pregnant woman because it takes time. I didn't understand it truly until I got into more reps of doing it, which was like my second or third person. 
Uh, but you have to think of the post-pregnancy female as a project. Um, at the same time, you need to make sure that you're doing your due diligence. You need to almost apply a Pilates concept, but in a training form, mm-hmm. which that goes hand in hand with everything because Pilates teaches you how to contract and engage everything at one time. But that's the most important thing. You lay your groundwork. You think about it. Think about your body as a house. So when somebody buys a house that you're looking at as a, a flip, they gut it out, right? They they knock it down. And now you're looking at a bunch of rubble, right? right. So you clear that out. You're getting ready to train. What's the first thing you need to do? You need to resubmit everything if you if it's not how with you want it to be with the foundation. And if you build that foundation on sand, it's going to eventually sink. You're going to get hurt and you're going to not going to get the results that you want because you're you didn't do the groundwork in order to build a solid foundation mm-hmm. in a beautiful home. So that's how I always uh connect training and with anybody, but especially with pregnant women. I have sure. a question. Talk to me now. Give it to me, baby. Wait, okay. So we started working out right when I got the green light or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I was, you know, I was postpartum like eight weeks or something like that. Right. There's been like a few moments. You've seen me like in my ups and downs. Like some days I'm like, yay. And then some days I cry. But right. Emotional roller coaster. I'm a listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a counselor <laughs> and a trainer. Let's put it like that. I'm a you counselor. Are. That's what but that's why people train with me. Cause I'm very honest and real. I make you laugh. It's like I want you to make I want to make you feel like you're coming to the club. Like I get <laughs> getting dressed up, going to see Chase today. I need to get dressed up. Like I need to get ready. <laughs> you know, like throw up. He's not gonna like those Adidas that I'm wearing. Let me put some Nikes on. You know what I'm saying? Like, my hollow outfit. You need to get your <laughs> shit together, girl. <laughs> no so that's what I'm saying. You got it's like, okay, I, I gotta get to ready. ready. Train with you. Yeah, I gotta get ready, you know. <laughs> but but that's how you should feel every time. You should feel that good about going to your sessions. Yeah. And if you're not feeling that way when you go into your sessions, it's you're gonna go half ass and you're not gonna be feeling good about going there. But I think that as you say, that depends as well, like not to put so much on trainers, but it depends on the person you are training me, right? Mm. The motivation, sort of the mental go get that you get for me if I'm already in a place where I'm a bit insecure, not really sure about my body. But if you just go and exercise with any old trainer that doesn't really think of that, right? you're not going to come in super motivated every session. Well, I, so I, that's a talent. Exactly. Congrats. Well, that is, it's, it's a, I, I, well, I guess you could consider it a talent, but you only consider things. And I, and, uh, I think the most important thing is a lot of people don't understand that experience accelerates your growth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't, you know, right. they want the, the fast way. They cut the corner, but... They cheat. Like, exactly. But sometimes when you cut a corner or you you don't take the proper steps, you arrive prematurely underprepared. Right. Which is the biggest downfall in any success, which is work, uh, family life, um, your personal life, your goals. So... 
I think that's at the end of the day, that's the most important thing when people are out here trying to get to where they want to be. You got to take the proper steps. It doesn't just happen overnight. You have to take the the road that's going to lead you to that instead of taking a shortcut. Mm-hmm. This isn't ways. This is this is real life. So I have a question. Um, what made you have a particular interest in helping pregnant women post-pregnancy? Listen, I ain't choose this shit. <laughs> Let me go find some pregnant bitches. <laughs> that ain't how that shit happened. Okay, let's be 100 with you. Right? She pregnant and I can help her out. <laughs> some guys are into it. I'm not going to lie. Hey, look, look, look at this pregnant bitch over here. I can help her out. <laughs> nah, nah, it ain't that. It's, it was more along the lines of I had already been training these people. And they got pregnant. <laughs> so right. that's how that happened. And I was like, okay, so I need to like educate. There's something in that. Yeah, I had to educate myself. <laughs> and that's when I had to figure it out. When I when it happened, I think it was it was Jerry Hirsch. No, no, no. It was Denise Vasi. Denise Vasi, who would be great on this show, by the way. Just letting hey, you know. Hook us up. <laughs> hook a player up. Uh Denise Bossy, she had just had a baby. I was already training Anthony Mandler, who was her husband. And he he took a liking to me, which he actually was the first the person backtrack. Jerry Hirsch, who I just brought up, she introduced me to Anthony Mandler, who Jerry Hirsch is the foundation, which every foundation should be built. She gave me my first client. And that's how the snowball effect. It was her and Lily Bird. But you train a lot of people. You train some big A-list right, people. Right. But Anthony Mandler introduced me to David Beckham. And that's how the my transformation and my career took off. But Anthony asked me to train his wife, who just had a baby. Their first baby, Lennox May. And that's a name. beautiful name. Yeah. Lennox wow. May. Yeah, wow, Lennox May. That. And she was, I'm not going to say her number. She'll whoop my ass to this day. I'm scared to death of her. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, <laughs> true story. And she came in overweight. And yeah, that's a bad word to say. I shouldn't say that. But we got her down to close to her playing weight. And she was so happy that. I said, okay, now I can, I know how to figure this out. You figured it out. Okay. And I had to educate myself. And every trainer should educate themselves on how to deal with this. Because honestly, you can can train people that are overweight. It's easy. It's not not easy. Excuse me. I say that. It's more common that you get more clients that are overweight that want to lose weight. Right. It's common that you want to get clients, that you get clients that are, Underweight and want to build, put on muscle, get toned. That's not, that's not even a word in the training industry. Excuse me, sorry. Anybody that says tone, please get away from me. It's not a real word. Do not say tone, but more lean and and put on some muscle. Um, but to have a pregnant person, you probably out of your whole uh, training uh, clientele, you probably get one or two of those. Every year. Yeah. Mm. So that's not common. You don't get a lot of those. And if you do, 
you need to make sure that you're very prepared to have that situation right, because you're, you, you're dealing with a, a you're life dealing, you're dealing you're you're one you yeah exactly two you can end up re- reversing whatever progress they had as far as training post pregnancy and damaging them for life right so you better make sure that like you I have damaged your, myself yeah you better make sure that you're very well prepared and have a this stoop Understanding of how the body works with pregnant women, one hundred percent. Love this. Um, Chase, you just climbed a mountain recently in Mexico. Can you explain this story? Because keep talking, baby. Keep talking. This is pretty keep incredible. <laughs> keep tell, tell us some more. Really, tell us some more. I was, I was, uh, I, I saw you training for this. You were wearing a mask. You were on the uh, stairmaster. You were doing ha- like an hour on the stairmaster out of twelve right. with an oxygen 15, mask. Fifteen. Fifteen. That was. Don't um, cut me short, baby. But it was it was uh, taking the oxygen like away from you, right? Like tell, cut me, you cut me short, 12 and a 15. That's like telling a guy, he's like, he's like, has a he's one like inch eight, dick. but he's like, he's really like a six and a half. Like, like <laughs> guys count that shit, okay? <laughs> Anyways, this is a big I'll keep it 100. <laughs> I'm keeping it 100. Fellas, if you're listening, you know what time it is. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I did climb a mountain, um, Mount Pico de Orizaba. Uh, which is in Mexico. It's the third highest uh, peak in North America. And it took a lot of preparation going into that. And uh, really one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. It was it was a lot of preparation, a lot of mental focus. You have to be really mentally strong to do something it was like mentally, that. It was mentally challenging because... Was it a free climb? Free climb, as in no nothing attached. Just... Oh yeah, you you are attached to people. It's not safe. I mean, you can do it free climb, but this it was, was my icy as well. yeah, it's icy absolutely, right, right. absolutely. But from a non-experienced climber like myself, like I don't in my mind, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for it. If right. I put my mind to something and I say fuck it, let me go for it. I don't really care about the consequences because. My past experiences of it put me in that situation. I've been forced to to make decisions and do things that the timing wasn't perfect, but I'm only going to learn experience when I just go through it. So mm-hmm. I said, fuck it, let's go for it. So, uh, yes, I was attached to a uh, guide and, you know, we worked through it. But I, I'll be honest with you, there was a point in that climb where I doubted myself. Really? That must be so scary. It is. It's, 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 How it's, high were you at that point? I was probably around 16,000, 17,000 feet. Whoa. 16,000, 17,000 feet. I'm like, I'm feet. about to go down now. <laughs> well, you get to the point. So, uh, a lot of people don't know this when you're climbing. You you start out at 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And you start climbing. You're climbing in the dark. You have your light on and you're climbing. At this part, at this point, it's pretty rocky because you start from base camp. It's kind of rocky. But then there's a point where you, there's points where you stop, you rest, you eat your little snack to give you a little boost of energy just to kind of like catch your breath and get yourself, because they give you breaks. They don't, there's very rare can you just climb straight up a mountain. You need to take a break. You need to get yourself a second. And you need to compose yourself and get yourself prepared for the next next journey because you break it up in increments. 
And then there's a point where we get on the ice, you change out of your gear. Now, any possible movement that you do when you're climbing something that high, exhausts you. So you take breaks, and this is right before the ice point. I think this is around 16,000 feet. Um, You put your clamp-ons on, you put your backpacks back on, you eat your snack. Even taking your back off knocks the wind out of you because you can't breathe. You're breathing about 60% oxygen at this point in time. But did you have an oxygen tank with you? No, no. When he was training, he had a mask on that was taking the oxygen away from him when he was on the stair climber. And to be honest with you, that that didn't help me on that climb, which is crazy. It It doesn't help you. Right. And I didn't learn that until I was on the climb. But you change out all your gear. You put your clamp-ons on. What a clamp-on is, is you put the spikes on your mm-hmm. shoes. Um, and you get your sticks and you get an ice pick. You you, you throw the ice picks down where you left them. It's because you get on the way down, you pick them back up. And you use a pick. And you're still climbing in the nighttime. And there was a point where the guide looks at you and he looks at everybody because it was only, it was the guide and me and two others. Mm -hmm. And they ask you, look, we're at a point now. It's either we're going all the way. It's like make it or break it. Or you stop. Right. I sat down, I sat down and you got to dig yourself a hole in the ice. Like you got to dig yourself a hole. You you pick away, (laughs) you put a seat down in the ice. And I asked myself, is it worth it? I'm mentally, physically fatigued. My grinds, my calves, my ass. You got injured, right? Well, I didn't get injured. I just, I, you can't prepare yourself for that big of a climb. Because I went for it. I swung for the fences. I mean, I'm a dickhead like that. I don't give a fuck. Uh, But I went straight for the third highest peak on my first fucking climb. That's crazy. Um, my body started to cramp up. I'm having self-doubt. And there's a point where you say, it's either yes or it's a no. They were pushing me. They said, you can do this. Because they do this. This is what they do for a living. These people, they climb. They they go up. They, they do this frequently. And I said, man, fuck that. I'm not gonna let self doubt creep in my mind. I'm mm-hmm. gonna fucking go for this shit. Right. So I pushed through, and we made it up to the top. It was the most gratifying feeling that I've ever had in my life. I, I reached a summit that only five percent of the world will ever actually go for. It's insane. Wow. That's a that's a great feeling. So life a, goal. Yeah. No. It it was it, it is and absolutely, and I climbed it. And little did I know, the hardest part was going down that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh my I was God. like, oh, God. this is fun. Yeah. Like, where's the helicopter at? <laughs> Send a helicopter. Uh, but yeah, going down was the hardest part. But it was really a gratifying feeling. And I, I truly respect everything that comes with being in that, in that sport. Because that is truly the testament of mental toughness. Because you're right. dealing with the coldness. You're physically and mentally beat because you think up, you're looking at the mountain, and you can see a speck up there of people climbing. You there, you can see people climbing up it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, when you look at them, they're three hours away. 
that's you have to the, like envision yourself. You, you out have there to. With you it. have to. And you're not. And the fucked up part is, you're not even looking up. Mm. It's not like you climb up the straight up that mountain. You're climbing against the mountain. Like you're zigzag. side. You're zigzagging and yeah. you're looking sideways half the time. You're looking at your feet. So oh. when so you you don't even get to see it. when you do look up, it can make you a little dizzy if you look up too fast. But you're looking up at people and you're looking at them and they're three, two, three, four hours away. And it doesn't seem like they're that far, but they're very wow. far away. And um, that's where that's where you have to be mentally tough. Like this is for the long haul. Mm-hmm. I have to be mentally tough because not only are you gonna let yourself down because you went up there. You're going to let the team down because you're attached to them. Because if you go back down, the whole team has Everyone, to go down. Yeah, right. And that's where teamwork comes into play with parenting. Mm-hmm. That's where I think that you're I have, a father. I'm a dad. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's where me playing sports and being a part of the teams and understanding being a teammate ain't just you know, shining and getting the Instagram picture and doing all of that. It's more about the the who you're with, your teammate. Mm-hmm. You got I had three teammates with me that were attached to me. Did you know them from before? I never knew them. Oh that's that that I think is a key. That I didn't know them. That you don't know them. But it should be more important for you it's to better. get to the it's, I think it's better because no. then you feel even more responsible to hold up your team, right? To not disappoint a stranger. That too, but I will tell you this. Having somebody that you do know, it may be more disappointing for you to go down with somebody you do know. Hmm. Because now they they know a part of you that's weak. That weakness, right. There's a weakness there. And I'd rather have that person know that I know personally know that I was mentally tough enough to get through that situation. Right. And that's where a teammate comes into play with a person you do know or you don't know that this guy, we can rely on that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That person is going to bring me to the push top. Me up. And right. I'm going to push him or her to get me to exactly where I want to be because they're not going to let me fail. Right. So... I have a question. Yeah. When you were preparing for your climb, um, I don't know, did you happen to see the documentary that came out last year, 14 Peaks? I did. How wonderful is it? It's about a Nepalese climber. Did you see it as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just found it so inspiring. And I think after uh, Josh and I watched it, that's what made me sort of mindset myself to... I need to stick to not having gluten because I'm celiac. It really like planted a seed that he did all of this by complete mental health and strength. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't even managed to stick to a diet that I need to for my inner health. Right. Um, And I just thought like this this guy, his name is Nims Dai Porja. Right. Uh, So Nims who's a friend of my buddy, Devin Levesque, um, who actually gave me the motivation to climb. Uh, He's cat out of New York, one of the strongest-minded dudes I've ever met in my life. I mean, I love this dude to death, man. It's my brother to this day, I swear. Uh, 
he actually did Aconcagua, like mountains down in in Argentina. Yeah, they did that climb together, Nims and him. Right. So they just That's did unbelievable. The, they just did that climb together. Uh, this was about a month and a half ago, and. That's what we're going for. He, that dude is a beast, a monster. And he brought Devin, uh, Devin along on that climb. And there's, only, there's something about somebody that's mentally tough. You know, there's, and, and it's not, excuse me, let me stop that. Mentally tough is only for a short exertion of time. And I've always been coached. You got to be mentally tough. You got to be mentally tough. You got to be mentally tough. That's not important to me anymore. Mentally tough was during that situation. That was that was during that period of exertion that I needed to have, right? Mm-hmm. But I think mental endurance is the most important thing out there. And I think that's, that's what's going to set you apart from everybody else. You could be mentally tough in the situation for that short period of time, but your mental endurance... Is going to carry you through every situation over a longer period of time. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel it, like I yeah. could have needed that like pep talk or conversation when I was pregnant, actually. 100%. Because I feel like I just really gave up. I was scared of everything. I just, I didn't have the motivation and I wasn't mentally strong enough. And I kind of just like gave up on myself. I I wasn't strong physically. It made me not strong mentally. And I just… It, it wasn't like I got in a dark, scary place, but it just wasn't my best place, you right. know? Right. But I think that depends on, you know, our doctors too. They should motivate us more to want to exercise and tell us, look, it's safe if you do X, Y, Z. Or lean in more on the fact that whatever you did pre-pregnancy, continue doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, that only comes… And that ex, that alludes to what I said earlier you only gain that through mental in uh, that mental endurance through experience. Mm, right. I, you can't you can't replicate experience. That's like going into give you an example. You're going into a walkway run show. Hey, uh, Beth, we're gonna have you a runway show. Yeah, we're right. gonna have you walk. We want a product line. We're going to have like, a big first time. Let's go. That. Let's do yeah. it. And you're like, whoa, okay. <laughs> we want a pregnant woman to walk the show. Oh, right? Hey. Chic. They have right. not done this yet. No, they Everyone's not. so woke. Where are the pregnant bitches? No. They did. They this did? This week. Okay. Prada? A beautiful, no, not Prada. Oh. Another brand, but beautiful pregnant woman oh walked God, in a see-through that. dress. Right. Oh. With her beautiful body. And Yay. I just, I was like, girl, you look fine. Right. <laughs> And you're not going to know. You may misstep. You may not know exactly how to run that 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 uh, that catwalk. And you may not have. Their turn may not look as good. You may not throw that chin flip back. Right. But it's all experience. But the next time you did it, I know exactly how I'm going to do it. The next time, how I'm and what it's not gonna, look gonna like. do it, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> what so, I'm not gonna do. <laughs> exactly. So a lot of times, the second pregnancy is a lot easier. That's Your what second I child is I mean, easier. I don't know, but exactly. So I mean, everybody. I I've never heard somebody you got say bigger. You did, yeah. but not because I ate anything 
like did, I, I was actually healthier my second well your pregnancy. stomach got bigger yeah but did you gain more weight I did oh I gained yeah I, the, like 30 kilos it was crazy I was huge by the by month four people would hands down ask me if I was at my last month and if I was carrying <laughs> twins twins I was like, bro, like, let's not be mean about mind your business. I was you be like, it ain't none of your business, motherfucker. Don't worry <laughs> about my shit. Right. Right. In a perfect not. world. <laughs> right. In a perfect world. Um, Chase, you have a CBD line? I do have a CBD line. It's called Three Active. Uh, smells great. It actually works. 750 milligrams of CBD wow. um, in the, the tube. So... It's very potent and it actually lasts about two months. So it's it's uh, very good. Unless you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like <laughs> squirting feet, it out. Uh, swollen feet from yeah, pregnancy. Like, Damn, girl. You, your feet swole. You look like watermelons. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I have such an appreciation for women in general. Little ladies, by the way. <laughs> but... <laughs> Um, but no, uh, moms, mothers, like I, um, I come from a different situation and I didn't have my mother growing up. Not to go too deep, but I didn't have a mother growing up. I, uh, my mother dealt with a lot of mental issues and we never were ever close from my, I want to say, my teenage years to this day. And I always, I'll be, honest, I'll be very candid and honest with you. I didn't love my mother. I didn't love her. It wasn't until re- really recently that I understood the sacrifices that she had, even with the circumstances. She actually provided for me. Right. She gave me a home. And she was a single mother. She gave me a home. I had a place to stay. She kept me in sports. And without that guidance, who knows where I'd be today. So that's the importance of having a mother. People will never understand the importance of having the mother, how important it is that they're the strong ones. In all reality... The women are the strongest in the relationship because they're the closest to the baby. And a female that is not mentally tough enough to have a baby, that's going to spread on your baby more than anything else. They, they can go outside and say, well, it's the home, the dad's not around, this, this, and that. At the end of the day, the baby is going to take on the mother's personality in the formative years because you're spending the most amount of time with the kid. Mm -hmm. So you have to, I don't give a fuck if you faking that shit. You have to exude positive energy as much as you can into that baby and be mentally Mm -hmm. tough and show that baby that anything in this world is possible. That's going to make sure that your baby proceeds to grow they know that you're invested in them. They're going to have a better life with you being a strong-minded person than you falling at the shoulders or falling off anytime something gets tough. 
And that's where being a mentally strong person is most important, especially being a mother. Mm. I think that's the, the key. That's beautiful. Oh, thank you, Putin. <laughs> thank you, Sugarfoot. Chase, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank that was so much fun. Time. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me, you know. Y'all, where are you from, by the way? I, this accent. <laughs> I'm Italian Swedish. I love it. I thought you were from somewhere else, but I love it. <laughs> where? I don't. I thought you were from Australia. I thought you were from <laughs> London. I didn't know exactly where you were from, but it's, I thought you were going to give me something where more are you exotic. From? I'm from Texas. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Born and raised. That's super cool. Well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I do know how to ride a horse for anybody that's asking out. <laughs> he knows how to get ridden too. Ooh, ooh. All right, Chase. <laughs> Great episode. Thank you for coming on. We love Thank you. you. Thank y'all for having me. <laughs> Ta-da! That was awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have friends you want to share this with, feel free to have them join us on this journey. If you're pregnant, if you're in postpartum, if you're thinking about having children or you just want some female support, this is what we're here to do. So thank you so much for enjoying this with us.